Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours, not only do you light up inside and that feels incredible, but you light up the world around you and allow other people to feel incredible too. What a great gift to give to yourself and the people in your world. The Spark to Your Success podcasts are designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little insight and infect you with a little positivity. And today, the subject of this podcast is mastermind groups. What the heck is a mastermind group? Who should have a mastermind group? Why should you be in a mastermind group? How do you get a mastermind group? And how do you run one when you've got one? All great questions, I think. So I looked at the definition on the truly reliable Wikipedia. And it said that a mastermind group is a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. So it's a way to be supported and achieve your goals. And the concept or the phrase mastermind group apparently was coined in 1925 by the author Napoleon Hill in his book, The Law of Success. And he went on to describe it in more detail in his book, in 1937 called Think and Grow Rich. So most people believe that that was the origin of mastermind groups. It all came from Napoleon Hill. But I recently discovered that that is actually not true. Who'd have thought? Apparently, mastermind groups were started in the second half of the 18th century, right here in the UK, in Birmingham of all places. And as a Pottery's girl, Yes, a Stokey. <laughs> I'm proud to say that there were very prominent members of that very first group right from here in Stoke-on-Trent. So from 1765 to 1830, I feel like I'm giving a bit of a history lesson. I guess it <laughs> kind of is really, isn't it? An incredible group of men. Sorry, ladies, it was just men at that time. Got together They were a group of scientists, entrepreneurs, philanthropists, inventors, explorers, philosophers, amazing, incredible minds in their industries. And they called themselves the Lunar Society. That was because they met every month on the Monday nearest to the full moon. Apparently, that was so that when they were travelling home in their carriages after the meeting, that the light would be brighter by the light of the moon, to travel home a little bit more easily. (laughs) Full of fascinating information today. (laughs) But listen to the calibre of people who were in that Lunar Society mastermind group. The likes of James Watt, Darwin, Dalton of Royal Dalton fame, Wedgwood, Benjamin Franklin. What the heck? Apparently... He used to come over to Birmingham to meet with this group of incredible minds because he understood the power of this mastermind group and that these men were changing the world. Of course, he would want to be part of that. How amazing. They were truly game changers and affectionately called themselves 
the lunatics, <laughs> which I believe in a play, was a play on word because of heretics at the time, the, the lunatics. So they'd get together every month. They would eat and drink. Apparently, they were quite a jolly group. They would have fun, woohoo, for fun on the agenda and brainstorm ideas for their big goals. And they did have big goals. These men changed the face of industry and the quality of people's lives. They would push each other, help each other, support each other, solve challenges with each other, with their ideas and suggestions from each other's expertise and using their own unique intellect. Then they would leave the meeting with action steps and things that they were committed to achieving and hold each other accountable for taking those actions, supporting each other, not just at the meetings, but in between the meetings as well. And between them, oh my gosh, they truly did change the world. Now, you probably heard of mastermind groups, right? I heard about mastermind groups, known about them for a long time. Probably when I read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich all those years ago. But certainly in the world of personal development and in the world of business, you hear mastermind groups kind of like banded around. And um, I kind of knew they were a good thing. I heard how powerful they were. It was something that I wanted to be involved in. In fact, I have been part of uh, a number of mastermind groups in my time. And um, I found, well, here's my experience of mastermind groups. And you may be able to relate to this or not as the case may be. I think my first experience of being in a mastermind group that was really, really awesome was back in 2007. (laughs) Yes, all those years ago. I remember doing uh, my practitioner course for neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy and neuro-strategies and um, loved, absolutely loved it. It was a game changer for me. That was the August of 2007. Immediately signed up to go and do my master practitioner qualification and all of those three things in the same year in November in Las Vegas and wanting to show up sharp. I left that uh, training absolutely vowing I would take and use something I'd learned every single day. So what was awesome about that was a few of us, maybe five or six of us, got ourselves together in a little group. And on the run up to, in the few months, on the run up to going to Master Strategist, we would test each other. We would send each other little quiz questions. We would pick each other's brains. We would like have a a weekly call to talk about, you know, did you understand that? And can you teach that? And what about the other? And quiz each other again. And we did that consistently week after week after week, just like random pop quizzes throughout the days for those three months. The difference in the standard of our knowledge and expertise when we arrived at Masterprac was incredible. That exercise and that accountability was really, really powerful. And thank goodness, because <laughs> we were asked to do some really stretching, <laughs> stretching stuff on our master practitioner course in Las Vegas. So I can tell you it's done me in good stead. But I think it's really allowed me to experience the power of accountability. And we all held each other equally accountable. So 
that was one of the great mastermind groups I was in. Um, after that, I guess a really successful mastermind group I was in followed that training. Then we set up a momentum group in London and for people who had also done training with this organisation, be it in the UK or in the States. And um, we would get together every other month down in London for the whole day. And we would share what's been going on for us. We would uh, share goals and have some accountability. And each month, each session, every other month, uh, we would allocate skills to the people that came along to come and teach next time. Because the more you teach, the more you learn, right? You experience it at a deeper level. And we, that group, I was part of that group for, oh my gosh, six, seven years, maybe. It was amazing. But then it just fizzled out, <laughs> like our little pop quizzing group kind of just fizzled out. Then I was part of a mastermind group for manifesting, manifesting your destiny, manifesting what you wanted in your life. And there were five of us in that group. See, five, six seems to be the magic number. Remember that little theme. <laughs> and, uh, and we would meet on a regular basis uh, every six months that group met, we committed to uh, to meeting face-to-face. -face. Uh, we would change venues so it was fair for everybody. Uh, we would uh, share what had been going on for us, what we had achieved and what we wanted to achieve going forward. And again, the whole accountability thing. And again, a few years in, it kind of just seemed to fizzle out. There definitely is a thing with that. And so, uh, business mastermind groups that I've been in, you know, again, I, I think that it loses its power after a little while. They seem to just kind of like, they have a shelf life, I think is what I'm trying to say. And the shelf life seems to be a year to two years. And, um, and after that, they kind of seem to lose their impact. But the more that I'm learning about mastermind groups, because I'm really, really committed to finding the right mastermind group for me, is I think that I just didn't really realise how to set it up properly, how to run it properly, um, knowing what the structure of meetings, etc., was. So, and they do have to have structure. I think that's part of why uh, the ones that I've been in kind of like fizzled after a while. They didn't really have structure and rules to the game. So they kind of lost their way and became a little bit ineffective. After a little while, I think it's just that easy to get like really comfortable with people. You just become a group of friends and you just you have, it, have a natter and catch up and put the world to rights and then go away again. You didn't really achieve anything. That's great, but it's not a mastermind group anymore, right? At this point, I think it's time to stay friends, find a new mastermind group that is going to be powerful for you and it will change of course because your life is changing your business is changing your health is changing your relationships are changing so there's a saying uh, that i want to share with you you may have heard it before but let me remind you of. and the saying goes show me the people you spend your time with and i'll show you your life hmm. you become the people you most hang out with so take a moment and think about that because you need to ask yourself who are the five people that I spend most time with? And as much as you might love them, do you really want to become them? Like, really? That was a question that totally changed my peer group uh, back in 2013, as I recall. 
I sat down, I'd come back from a big personal development event and I was sitting, you know, writing out new goals and excited about the future and that little phrase popped into my head. Show me who you spend your time with and I'll show you your life. You become the sum product of the total of the five people that you spend most time with and I thought about who those people were and as much as I loved them, I didn't want to become them and so I had to consciously choose to shift my peer group. Maybe it's time, reason, season, lifetime, right? So maybe sometimes I think it's just a season and we need to kind of like shake it out and start fresh. What a great time to do that in the springtime right now. You know I'm excited about the springtime. (laughs) So do the people you spend your time with right now support you, push you, encourage you, challenge you, brainstorm with you, hold you accountable? Cheer you on, kick you up the ass when you're not doing as well as you should. And you're making excuses, right? They let you wriggle out of it. I think, honestly, for most people, the answer is no. The people they spend their time with do not do all of those things for them. So do you need a mastermind group? Or maybe do you need a new mastermind group? I say, I think it's certainly time for me to make that shift again now. And you can have a mastermind group for like any aspect of your life. So you can have a business mastermind group. I think that's probably the most common ones that we hear about. You could have a mastermind group for your health. You could have a family mastermind group. You could have an industry-specific mastermind group or a public speaking mastermind group, a sales mastermind group. Like Whatever it is that you want, what do you need to improve? Well, like what, where are your big goals? So... I've been learning how to best set up a mastermind group. And I think for me going forward, this is like really, really helpful. So first of all, you've got to decide why do you want one? Do you want to get, what do you want to get out of it? What do you want to achieve by having that group of supported people? What do you bring to the group, right? Fair is fair. (laughs) What are your strengths? What's your expertise? What value do you bring to the group? Because you do bring value please remember that. What areas are key that you want to receive expert help and support and information and strategies for? So then you need to have a look around you and go like, well, who are the people with those skills and that expertise? They need to be people that are on either your level right now or beyond so that they can bring that extra expertise and stretch you and push you. And they need to be motivated themselves to be even better than they are right now. Please don't pick all the people that are just like you. Because <laughs> then it just turns into a just like you party. <laughs> pick people who are different. And yes, by different, they may well get on your nerves sometimes because they will challenge you in a different ways. You have to have different personality types. We've talked about fuel and flow in the past. They need different fuel to you so that they have a different view, a different perception. They think differently. They can challenge you differently. They can see things differently. Find them. I know, be brave. Go find them. And not just find them, but like invite them explain what you're doing invite them to be part of your mastermind group with you and again five six people is a great number to have then you need to decide to meet on a regular basis it's not going to work if you just meet once because then you don't have the accountability right so decide to meet on a regular basis something like maybe every four to six months is a great time scale definitely in person if at all possible 
I said, it definitely is like a different interaction and a different commitment and a different level of being present when you are in the same room together rather than it being like a video chat room or chat space type environment. You might want to take it in turns like we did with my manifesting mastermind group to hold it in different venues so that everybody gets a chance to host it maybe. Uh, everybody gets to travel equally within the groups and see the different environments and um, commit to one year, right? If you're meeting every four weeks, that's just 12 meetings, commit to one year meeting regularly for a minimum of half a day, preferably a full day. And then maybe either at the beginning or partway through or at the end, choose to have like a weekend away or something that can really get into depth and really get into the, the meat of things. And then I think this is where we lacked uh, and where it kind of like got a little bit fuzzy. It does need to be quite formal. So your agenda might go, introductions, purpose for being there, what have you achieved, what do you want to achieve, take it in turns to share, what's a challenge or an opportunity within your big goal that you want support with, and then make sure that you set a time allocation per person and stick to it so it doesn't run over and then somebody didn't really get their turn or didn't get as much time. Commit to actions when you've brainstormed it and decide who's going to keep you accountable in between meetings and be prepared to be challenged if you don't do what you said you were going to do. That's the whole purpose of accountability. Don't let them wriggle out of it. You know, I think it's really valuable to have somebody at each meeting be the facilitator. Now, ideally, get an outside facilitator, someone who's not part of the group, who's used to facilitating mastermind sessions, that's not afraid to challenge and prod and poke, right? Again, make, let you make excuses or play small. Pay that person, all together to pay them for the day. If you don't feel that that's appropriate or you don't have the, the finances to invest in doing that, then maybe each meeting you take it in turns. This time it's my turn to be facilitator, so I won't be part of this meeting in terms of the brainstorming part. I will just keep everybody on track. So one meeting, they'll always be one of the group that gets to play facilitator, doesn't get to participate. But that's fair. There's six of you, 12 meetings, that's two each. <laughs> works out in my books. <laughs> so if you were to meet like that, right, I think this is what's exciting. This is like inspiring me right now. If you were to meet like that with that group of people with a high level of commitment and accountability, in one year's time, what will your business, your health, your family, your relationships, your finances, what will they look like? How much more different will they be? Oh my gosh, that's amazing, right? I am massively excited about doing this. I've got to find experts. I want to find my experts. I want to push my boundaries, push my beliefs, like stretch the limits. What are you really capable of if you really had that level of support? Like, oh my gosh, how much faster can you deliver your big mission? That's what excites me. How much faster could I deliver my big mission, which of course is to positively impact the lives of 10 million young people around this globe. Oh my gosh, amazing. So I'm excited, but I have to admit, <laughs> human too, I'm a bit scared as well. Has that thought crossed your mind as you've kind of like 
thought about it and then gone, oh, I don't know, he's a bit nervous. <laughs> I think, if I'm perfectly honest, like maybe it is a little bit nervous. And I think that's just like the hu- that's the human condition coming out in us, isn't it? There's always that little bit of doubt that goes, oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> and it's just checking in to make sure that you are sure. You don't have to listen to it. It's like, what if I don't find the right people? Or what if they don't want to join my group? Or what if I don't add enough value? Of course, we're going to have those doubts. But you won't know the answer until you go out there and do it right. So if, like me, you feel a bit daunted and yet you're inspired, let me remind you of this. Life can only change if you change. Life can only get better if you get better. And if your purpose is great enough, it will drive you to be great enough to achieve it. Think about that. So we have to take a deep breath, remember how incredible we are, and dive straight in, right? In the words of Nike, just do it. (laughs) So here's my challenge to you. When you get the first opportunity after you've finished listening to this, go grab some paper and a pen and write down what area of your life do you want to approve and excel in? What do you bring to the group? What are your strengths, your value, your expertise? Yes, you do have tons. What areas do you need expert help and support and information and strategies for? Who are your dream team, like your dream masterminders, your dream mentors? Write them down and then, of course, you've got to go and invite them. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about masterminding. Does it excite you? Are you excited and a little bit nervous? Are you like, not really for me? (laughs) If so, why? Maybe you've got an amazing mastermind group that is really powerful for you. I'd love to hear about your experience with that as well. So of course, to share your thoughts or to find out more if you've got questions about mastermind groups, you can email me at tj at backontrackteens.com or info at ignition.rocks or you can find me on instagram at ignition.rocks or alternatively you can find me on facebook or linkedin at tj dow a big thank you to charlotte foster at charlotte foster productions for making this podcast happen easily and effortlessly and doing all taking all the hard work out of it for me (laughs) I am TJ Dow and you have been listening to the spark to your success. Now go make your day amazing. Bye for now.